Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Geek Town Podcast. Today I'll be talking to English actress Stephanie Leonidas who plays Arissa on Sci-Fi Channel's show Defiance. Defiance currently airs on Sci-Fi UK Tuesday nights at 9pm. If you missed it there, season 1 is due out on Blu-ray and DVD on the 15th of July 2003 from Universal Pictures UK. As always, for more information on Defiance or any other TV show, just check out the UK air date section on the website at geektown.co.uk. Hope you enjoy the interview. Hi, Stephanie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Whereabouts are you at the moment? I'm actually in Devon. Um, oh, I've just okay. been, yeah, I just finished uh, shooting out here, and uh, it's re- it's a really lovely hot day, actually. Lucky you! I'm stuck up in Birmingham. It's horribly overcast. Oh, I know. London's it's been terrible, hasn't it? We've really not had a summer. Yeah, kind of what you get living in England. But must make a change from Canada. Yeah, Canada was. I mean, they, the summers are so humid. I, I don't think I prepared myself with how humid it gets over there, and especially with Arissa's jumpers. There were some days when I really like. I just saw stars, but um, yeah, it was. It, their, their weather's pretty intense. I guess it's um, yeah, two extremes really. Their winters get really cold. Lucky enough, we left before it got too cold last year. I think it was minus eleven, minus twelve when we left, but it gets, gets to like minus forty. So. I think we might see more of minus 40 this year because we're staying out a bit longer. So uh, I've got a real variety of wardrobe to take out with me. Good. <laughs> Sounds like you were prepared for season two anyway. <laughs> Speaking of which, we should probably talk about the show rather than the weather. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for the listeners that haven't caught it yet, do you want to give a, a bit of an explanation about um, Defiance? Yeah, um, I guess, well, it's basically, you know, humans and aliens are learning to coexist peacefully somewhat together Um since the planet has been changed, it's been terraformed. The aliens have uh, landed here. Their uh, solar system has been destroyed. And so we're now all living together. And um, the troubles that, that that we all face with that are kind of quite obvious through the series. Right. But, um, yeah, and I play Arissa, who's an Arachian alien. She's uh, quite fiery. She's the red-headed one yeah. who, um, who travels to... Defiance, who ends up in defiance with Nolan, who's basically her, not he's not her biological father, but he's brought her up since a young age. And they have quite a rocky relationship, I guess, as you know, any father-daughter would have at the age that Arissa is, but also she's an alien, so he's dealing oh, nice. with it's quite a lot there. 
but um, yeah, she's she's quite a feral creature in a way. Um, she's very kind of matter of fact, and and she's all about being very practical and and just you know getting on with things. And her her relationships through defiance that you see with Tommy and stuff, you know, they yeah. they come up quite difficult because Arissa's Arissa doesn't really understand the human way very well and, and also not just that but she's going through a difficult time as a woman as well she's sort yeah. of you know growing up in a, in a world that's you know it was, she's been growing up with just a father and um, and yeah the troubles that, that she faces with all of that but she's um, yeah she's she's got a good heart underneath all that but she can go from 1 to 11 in her <laughs> fieriness very quickly yeah so this is your first venture into sort of full-blown um, sci-fi, really, isn't it? It is, yeah. So you were a fan of the genre before, or is it something you've got into while you've been doing the show? No, I have always been quite a fan. It's funny, I've always enjoyed sci-fi and kind of fantasy stuff, and I was lucky to start off doing some fantasy uh, stuff before this, which helped with the green screen and helped me prepare for some of what it would be like. But um, it's funny, one, I never expected to do as much kind of, of this stuff as I have done um, I started off doing a lot of like drama-based stuff in London, really. So the sci-fi thing, when it happened, it was, yeah. you know, quite a very new experience. But and it's it's just kind of made me, yeah, open up to the world even more, really. So it's been it's been great fun for me and a great learning experience as well. Given Defiance is such an all-out sci-fi show, I'm assuming there's quite a lot of green screen in it. There is. I mean, we've been actually lucky not to have huge and huge like massive amounts of it because the, the town is actually real they built the town which is absolutely incredible i mean it's a huge set outside which uh, i think they're unraveling at the moment it's been wrapped up over winter but um it's yeah so the, the green screen days are the longest days um because there's just so many angles to shoot and yeah. quite a lot to do in there but um but with the town we're really lucky that a lot of it is built and there's a lot for us to work with so I did expect it to be a lot more green screen, but um, yeah, lucky enough it wasn't. So it's, it's, it keeps it interesting. There's also the Defiance video game that runs alongside the TV show. Are they doing things like motion capture as well with you for that? Not a huge amount. So there's mainly stuff with Grant. I think for the second season, there'll be more of that stuff to come. Um, with me, it was mainly, mainly voice work and... Um, and then we did some photographs after each scene every day. We'd, they'd sort of capture some of the way I moved. But the majority of it was done with Grant, so I think that they're going to obviously expand with that. Ah, uh, right. Okay. Have you played any of the video game yet? I have, actually. I was playing before I came down to Devon, <laughs> and I love the music behind the game. I think there, who created the music and the soundtrack for Defiance, he's absolutely incredible. I, I think it's such beautiful music. But there's all this beautiful music, and then there are people running at me, and I'm trying to shoot, and I just... And so I get quite frantic while I'm playing it. I don't think I'm very good, but... Um, but yeah, I, I, I've loved it, and I, I love the fact that there's, it's opened this whole new world with the game and the TV series. I think it's quite exciting for everyone. Yeah, they seem to be working quite well together, which is kind of rare for this sort of genre. Definitely, and I think, you know, these things will always come up against, you know, some troubles here or there, but I think with these things, that it's such an experiment, and um, I think it's just opening up a whole new world of gaming as well, and I think it it could be really interesting to see how this goes, not only with Defiance, but other yeah. projects in the future. Yeah. Just going back to the process of filming, you're obviously under prosthetics for uh, your character. How are you finding that process? Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's quite a long process. I mean, it's not too bad. After we we sort of got used to it very quickly, and we've got it down to about two hours. Um, so I am often the first one in and the last one out in the <laughs> evenings. But um, 
but yeah, it's it's been it's it's been quite a process. The thing is, is you know, it's really a risk now. It's sort of once I sit there and every bit of the process has been done, I sit there and I've completely transformed, and I couldn't play a risk any other way. It's, yeah, I'm guessing it becomes part of getting into the character. Definitely, yeah, yeah, and it's it's not something I've. You know, I've never worn prosthetic like that before, so it's all very new to me. But, um, yeah, it's, it's been great fun. That's good. No horrific reactions to it at the moment, then. Not yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just, yeah, always a little bit annoyed when everyone gets in their cars at the end of the night and I'm sat there, like, ripping this thing off my face, like, come on, especially at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning when it's been a long shoot. <laughs> That's the only downside. <laughs> You also, of course, wrote uh, a language specific to your race for the show. Oh, yeah, writing, yeah. How was that to learn? Because they did actually get a linguist to create a full language for you. Yeah, well, um, David Peterson, who wrote the language, he also wrote the Dothraki language in uh, Game uh... of Thrones. He's quite a genius, actually. He's um, He has created a complete language, so it's not like it's just a few words and things that he's made up. There is a a Bible that he gave to us at the beginning of, like, the Arathian language, the Kestetan language. And um, at first it was so daunting because I thought, oh, my goodness, not only is there, you know, an accent and everything else, but now there's a whole new language. Yeah. And um, it's funny how quickly I got used to speaking in Arathian, but it became almost my second language, <laughs> I think. So I speak more Arathian than anything else. <laughs> so, um, yeah, apart from English, I think, yeah, Arathian will be my second language. But... Um, yeah, it's, it's... That's still beating me on languages. I'm appalling when it comes to learning <laughs> second languages. Well, you'll have to come on set and kind of, yeah, we'll, we'll teach you some Arabian. Awesome. But, um, yeah, it's always the swear words that you get down first. <laughs> well, because they're the most useful, so... Exactly. <laughs> Especially for Arissa. Always reminds me, did you ever see the TV show Firefly? No, I didn't. I haven't seen a lot. I did see some of it. Oh, because, it is wonderful. But I do really want to see it all. I, I've heard so many good things, and I've heard lots of comparisons as well. Yeah, I can see that. I can see why there would be. Just had the marvellous idea of getting them all to, to swear in Chinese, which oh, was brilliant. fantastic. Oh, that's um, I can imagine having an alien language to swear in must come in so handy. <laughs> Yeah, definitely, definitely. And it's funny because on set sometimes, you know, us Arathians will sit there and, and we can talk amongst ourselves to some degree and um, no one else knows what we're saying, so it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. So is there anybody you particularly hang out with on set? It is a very big group thing, actually. Depending on who you're working with each day, you know, I mean, each day is, you know, pretty much most of us are in, you know, each day, you know, they're all yeah. kind of ships passing and we all sit together, you know, at lunchtime. It's quite funny at lunchtime, actually, because everybody's in their costumes. So you've got all these different species of alien walking around, <laughs> you know, getting their lunch. <laughs> and some of us some of us can't see very well because of the contacts. Fenner, who's in, who's Doc Yule, can't hear very well because of her prosthetic. So we're all sat there either, you know, deaf, dumb, like none of us can hear each other, see each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's quite, it's quite a funny lunchtime. But um, yeah, I mean, obviously most of my scenes are with um, Nolan Grant. Yeah. And um, so we, we really had, you know, a lot of time spent together and, and we have a, a great laugh. I mean, he's so much fun on set. We, we often, you know, have quite a lot of banter in between scenes. So um so, yeah, I think most of my time has been spent with him. <laughs> You've got a few other uh, English people on set with you as well. Jamie Murray, of course, from Hustle, is there. Um, is Grant English as well? No, Grant, um, he is Australian, New Zealand. Ah, I knew he was yeah. 
Tony Curran is um, another Brit. That's so the good thing with yeah. us Brits is we have the same sense of humour. So sometimes that's the one thing that will go amiss <laughs> sometimes with everyone else. I remember at Comic-Con last year, I, I cracked a joke, something, it was a really bad joke anyway, but it was something <laughs> about Grant not being my, him being my non-biological father and I said oh like a personal cabinet and it was just like tumbleweed through the whole place except Jamie and Tony which who were the only people that backed me up and so yeah that was quite funny but um yeah it's nice to have a couple of Brits there yeah it's nice to have some familiar accents anyway so I'm presuming you're based in Toronto for most of the film yeah we are we're um there from the second series we're out there from August till I think the second week in December yeah um, so yeah, we see through their summer and some of their winter, and which is great actually because it really helps with the mood of defiance because the weather is so um, up and down. I mean, we had the tail of the hurricane in New York um, last year, and we had you know bright sunny days that were so hot all our prosthetics were melting. <laughs> I mean, we literally went through extreme weathers, but I think that really helps the town of defiance come across as this kind of you know post-apocalyptic. Yeah. you know, world where, you know, yeah. everything has changed. I do think we're living through that at the moment, actually, <laughs> the weather we've been having. <laughs> it looks like our time is nearly up. Um, what are you up to next? Uh, I've just finished filming uh, an episode of Poirot. It's been 25 years uh, uh, that yeah, it's been on TV. And so we're in Devon at the moment. Um, uh, we just finished yesterday. We just wrapped on that. So that was kind of quite sad to see something, you know, so epic yeah. finished. Um, and then um, I finished filming a, an episode of a new series called By Any Means, which will be out later this year. Okay. Um, and also have a film called Luna, which um, we shot a couple of years ago uh, with Dave McKean, who I did Mirror Mask with. Yes, uh, it's another dark fantasy film, which should be out later on this year. Awesome, old. Keep my eyes out for it. Cool. Okay, I should let you go. It's been lovely to talk you to you. You too. And enjoy the sunny weather in Devon. Thank you. And uh, I look forward to the next series. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Take Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.